Todd, as we transition from the rookie uh, tournament into the main camp, uh, this is a time where you really get rolling as the, the head coach. I know you got to be really excited about things. I, I guess the first question I have for you is just, uh, I know you're, you're pumped up, you're looking forward to things, but maybe a thought on expectations. Is that going to be something that's kept you up at night here over the last uh, few months based upon the success the Oilers had last year? Well, I guess first and foremost, it's an exciting time for everybody in hockey. Uh, the summer comes to an end and, and you begin to look at the young prospects uh, here at the tournament and that's exciting. But as you dive into your work, uh, the itch comes back and, and you get anxious to get going, line combinations, that type of stuff. So our, our staff has been together for a while. We've been working hard, uh, laying down the foundation for a, a strong and healthy training camp. Um, as far as expectation goes, uh, we've earned the right to have those expectations, which we really haven't had over the last few years, both internally and externally. With that comes pressure. With that comes stress. Uh, our team, our players, our organization will be put in those situations this year. Uh, we'll have nights where we have a lot of success. We'll have some nights where we don't quite have the success that we want. Uh, that's the next step or next area of growth for our team is to deal with expectations. And uh, I'll be interested to see how we react to uh, uh, not only the good times but the bad times. And, and that'll be a big test for us. We have to stick together. We have to know that it's not easy and we have to come out the other side a better group. Todd, uh, I, got, I got to really be interested in this. This is your third year running the orders with the orders organization. Uh, the players that are here have a familiarity with you. The fact that it's your third year with the same staff, does that change in terms of how you approach the camp? Do you look at maybe keeping fewer players around, say, a week and a half, two weeks in a camp than maybe you would have in the past because you know the personnel and the players better in the organization? Well, truth be known, I, I would love to get down to 28 players five or six days in, but you can't do that. You have to offer uh, the young players, maybe players that aren't quite ready, the experience of training camp so that they can take those uh, the successes and failure camp and go work on some things and come back next year and be better. So we can't do that for that reason. Uh, the exhibition schedule is usually relentless with travel day of the game. Uh, you have to have enough players around to play in those situations. There's always bumps and bruises. So, uh, But the way we manage camp, uh, the players' expectations of us as a group, that won't change much. Um, it should be more efficient. It should be quicker. The drill should be familiar to a lot of people. Uh, the leadership guys should step up to the front. And this is the time of year where we reestablish our foundation, our work ethic. Um, very simple, systematic stuff that maybe sometimes you forget over the summer. It has to be refreshed. And once we get that under our feet, then we can grow our game as we head into the regular season. How many times have you and your assistants uh, looked at the board and put line combinations on the wall that are going to start training camp? We've done it an awful lot uh, after the draft and, and um, especially after the Leon signing, I guess, is when it really started because we knew we were going to have him in camp and, and everything was done then. I asked the staff to do it separately, then we combined things and we talked about it again and again and uh, everything seems to center around, uh, uh, obviously, Leon or, and, and or Connor uh, playing center ice or, uh, or the wing and, and uh, we'll make some decisions as we go forward. What I would tell our fans is that you'll see Leon and two positions this year. You'll see him on the wing at some point and you'll see him playing center. And we'll likely open camp with him down the middle. Um, you know, what will happen for Leon to end up on the wing? That may be an in-game adjustment. Uh, a lot will depend on the type of year that Ryan Nugent Hopkins is having as well. And 
and uh, our right side. There's some wild cards there right now. We've got to figure that out and um, find guys that, that can complement each other, and we know we can always go back to something. We're going to talk about two Ryans then right now. You brought up Nugent Hopkins. He has not played a lot in his uh, the first two years that Connor's been with the team with Connor McDavid. Is that an option or a possibility down the road? Or is are those two almost mutually exclusive? You know, they're both left shot centers. Uh, they're kind of, in theory, playmaking center, though they both got good shots. I don't think you ever want to close the door on any option. So I would I would say that it is an option and it's something that uh, that we've discussed, but not very much in depth right now. Uh, Nuge will start at center. I feel comfortable with it at center. I trust him uh, down the center uh, ice position. Um, I think he's going to have a tremendous year. He knows that he's allowed to take a little more risk now and, and, and look for a little more offense. There has to be others on that line that you trust defensively at some given point. Uh, but I would say never uh, rule out anything. And we did have him on the wing at the, at the World Cup last year, and he was very good at it. But uh, I think his home position right now is center ice, and that's where we'll start him. We're joined by Oilers head coach Todd McClellan. Bob Stauffer with you on Oilers now. Todd, Ryan Strom, acquired in the Jordan Everlay deal. He's played mostly the last year and a half at right wing. Uh, prior to that, he played mostly center, was drafted as a centerman. If you're going to play Leon at center, and you're going to play Ryan Nugent Hopkins at center, we know Connor is going to be a center. I guess we know that Ryan Strom is going to spend some time the right way. He will. Um, and again, we feel comfortable with him moving him around and having the ability to uh, to play winger in the middle. And this all goes into the uh, the Leon equation. If Leon happens to move up a line, then maybe uh, Stromer gets into the middle and, and plays there. But that's why we play 82 games. We have to have options. We have to have something that we can turn to when it's uh, not going well or really well keeping it that way. And uh, I'm excited about seeing Ryan play. Uh, I know that uh, uh, his career started off for a while it plateaued a little bit but uh, all indications uh, that he's giving me uh, through our conversations is that he's excited about being an oiler he's looking uh, uh, at this opportunity as a fresh start um, he's looking at playing with some players with a tremendous amount of skill and speed and he'd like to capitalize on that so we've got a pretty hungry player that uh, should have a tremendous year we're joined by Oilers head coach Todd McClellan Todd uh, Milan Lucic came in with a reputation of being a really good five on five player and not being a uh, elite uh, power play player. Well, last year, I don't know if it was the first time he spent a lot of time as a net front presence, but he was really good in the power play. And he struggled at times a bit, five on five. Now, I've heard that he's maybe changed his body composition a little bit. In, in your opinion, do you think he's got more game to give? I think all of our players have more game to give. Uh, we're counting on that. We have to get to the next step, and you can't change your whole team. So uh, the coaching staff has more to give. The trainers, the players have more to give. Uh, we have to find that somewhere, and Milan's a prime example. Um, I will say this, that every year is its own monster. It, it starts over. History is a great thing to review and, and look at stats and try and make predictions, but every year is its own year, and uh, sometimes you get a lot of shots on goal, sometimes you don't. Sometimes the pucks go in, sometimes they don't. Uh, Luch did, um, you know, he was scrutinized for his five-on-five point production, uh, particularly by himself. He put a lot of stress on himself in the, that area, but also from outside sources and internal, and uh, I know he carried that for him for a while, but the, uh, the value that Milan brings over and above the score sheet, uh, things that you can't 
put a tick beside or you can't evaluate and add up after the night is, is immense. Locker room presence, uh, physical presence on the ice. And, uh, you know, even there, there's sometimes there's times when made, you know, he doesn't finish his check, he doesn't do. It's the presence itself that makes a huge difference, and we're lucky to have him. Speaking of presence, you signed UC Yokens, and that's the sort of player that good teams can get at relatively cheap prices. He's finished, a little bit older than Jesse Pogliarvi, but... Is it possible we might see those two on the same line together because Jokinen could do a little bit of adventures and babysitting and coaching with them during the course of games? There is a, a real good chance that that could happen as early as training camp. Uh, UC's a very uh, a bright man. He's been around the league a long, long time. He's had some ups and downs himself. Uh, he's always been able to pull himself out of the lower or the downtime. Uh, my dealings with him, he reminds me a lot of Mark Latestu. He's got kind of that mature coach's mind to him, and that would be a great role model for Yessi to be around. Um, you know, yes, he's still got to worry about his game and come in and play, but I think he's got somebody to look over to now and, and ask questions. And uh, and in turn, uh, Yossi can tell Yossi to relax, uh, have good body language, and, and keep working. And uh, we hope that the two of them can complement each other. Would you hesitate giving Kater Yamamoto multiple games in the preseason? Uh, well, he'll he'll figure that out. I won't. Uh, that'll happen at training camp. Um, and I, I watched him play a game at the Young Young Guns game, uh, game and I, I thought he was effective. I don't think he played as well as he'd like to play. Right. Uh, a little jittery with the puck, but you could see his instincts were, uh, were terrific. Um, he made plays. He was looking for people that sometimes weren't there, which tells me he's probably going to play better with better players. Um, and that's not a shot at the players that are at the rookie tournament. It's just uh, some players are further along, and I I think he'll adapt and play better with better players. I'm anxious to see him. All right, uh, very quickly, just with the fence, we assume that Clefbaum and Larson can spend a lot of time together out of the gate. Uh, is it an automatic that Russell would slide over to uh, potentially uh, to the left side, or knowing that you could play Gribo with Nurse and they would maybe be a penalty killing unit with you? Well, our, uh, you know, if you want to call um, uh, Clef and Larson our first pair, our second pair is the wild card without Sakara there, but. Uh, uh, Chris Russell, we feel comfortable playing him left or right. Obviously, he's a utility guy, and uh, players have a, a tendency to be happier at home, and, and Rusty will go to the left side. We may start him with Matt Benning and, and see where Matt's game is now. Uh, you're, uh, you're more mature, you're stronger, uh, a little more confident coming into training camp. I expect big things from him. And then uh, the nurse Griba pair has been together for a while. Um, you know, the interesting uh, variable that comes into it is that seven and eight spot. Who's competing for it? Who's going to grab? It, and can some of those guys jump in and take uh, jobs and minutes away from our top six? Yeah. Uh, Goalie-wise, I'm going to assume you want to try to find a way maybe to cut Talbot's games down a little. I think that's fair to say. Um, again, uh, you know, with that comment being made, he, he does play better when he plays a lot. And, uh, it's just the way he's wired, and, and we have to make sure that we get a really strong year out of him. So we have to be aware of workload, but we also have to be aware of rhythm in his game. And uh, he's not a play one game and take four days off and then come back and he likes to keep going and uh, with that being said he'll play his fair share as long as he's playing well and we expect LB to be a tremendous backup. Todd, one final one for you, Tom McClellan, other head coach. To me, it seemed to take the team a while to really make Rogers place their home. But you guys went 12-2 and in the final 14 games of the year. Uh, you know, obviously it was a huge advantage at times during the course of the playoffs, even though you had a couple tough games against Anaheim. Um, but did you... Did 
did you sense a gaining confidence with your team during the year? Something you can build on moving forward. I certainly did. It started out as a house and ended up a home. And I think anybody that's ever moved into a new uh, a new home or a new house, if you will, uh, that's how it happens. You you begin to feel comfortable, and uh, you know eventually your wife looks over and you and says it's finally home. That's how it was for us. Uh, I'm sure that's how it was for the fans as well. Uh, by Christmas or into the new year, they they were accustomed to their spot, where to meet their friends, what time to get to the rink, uh, you know, all those types of things that uh, that home teams benefit from. And uh, we could feel it. We felt the energy. Uh, we we're very grateful for it. Uh, now it's our job to make sure that that happens again, um, not only later in the season, but certainly earlier. Right now we're at the starting line with 31 other teams. That's how even it is, and uh, we better be ready to go when the gun goes off. My wife has often said to me, why are you home? But I think that's for another conversation. Todd, we appreciate your time. Oh, thanks for having me.